Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is heather this is liz we're talking star trek folks all right let's hit that music had a proper Star Trek episode. No, we didn't. We had a, I think the only episode that we fully done that was a Star Trek episode was our Star Wars versus Star Trek back like way at the beginning. So very early on. It's been a while. We've talked about, I recall Star Trek one. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> we didn't have but twelve listeners at the time, so I don't think we may have so those, to post so those, that one again. So those original uh, twelve listeners, if you could put, send a poll over to <laughs> at Nerdy Bitches Pod, yeah, we would like to know because Trek one. But we've done several Star Wars episodes between book clubs and the new movie that came out last year, and we did just do a part as part of our movie review. We uh, talked about it, yeah, for 2016. We talked about Star Trek Beyond. But we thought, hey, let's just sit down and gab some Trek. So, yeah. Well, I mean, we're all Star Trek fans. We brought back Kitty this time. Say hello, Kitty. Hello. Welcome back, Kitty. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we're all, I mean, I was grew up watching the television shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kitty did, and yep. I did. TNG, I watched every episode of yep. and every yep. rerun of. Yep. And then when Deep Space Nine came out, it was actually around... I was kind of like, uh, it was that period of time in which you've just moved out of your, you know, mm -hmm. uh, parents' house and you're living on your own. So you actually don't watch. I, I really you're watched, partying too much. Yeah, I did. I missed and that. working and I going missed, to school and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I missed yeah. a lot of stuff though with it. Uh, I didn't have cable, so luckily that actually helped because mm -hmm. I got it through my rabbit ears. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think for me, I mean, I grew up watching the reruns of Star Trek, you know, series, which I never, never really fully got into the original series. I've liked them more going back as an adult and watching some of them. Um, but, you know, Chatner and his overacting is always just a little. But I, you know, my dad watched Next Generation. So we watched that every week. We had to record. I remember one time they went out to dinner and I set the thing up to record and apparently it didn't record and there was a big to do because there was a missed episode. So I guess that's the lost episode. Um, but yeah, so we love those. But by the time that kind of ran its course and the other ones came out, I was married to a jock and it wasn't really yeah. anything that we watched. So I kind of got off the the wagon and would see certain episodes when visiting my dad at home. And I really like, I kind of liked Enterprise. Everybody kind of craps on it, but. Oh no, I loved Enterprise. I, I you know, I didn't it, so. watch one episode of Enterprise. Well, I'm really fond of Scott Bakula too. I do. So I, I like, like that Scott and the Bakula. Dog. He's got a little dog and the yes. dog is adorable. Speaking so of that, true. is there Quantum Leap available anywhere on any it's of the Netflix? On Netflix? Amazon Prime too. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that again. I have had it on my Netflix queue for like three years and it may not be there anymore. <laughs> but well, it was on there Battle for a very long time. So. Battlestar is down. They actually said yeah. that the Netflix like um, content is down fifty percent. Oh, it's such a shame. Than it was in, the in because they're doing a lot of they're spending all their money on they're doing their original stuff. Yeah, yeah. and which, some of it is a good use. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, Luke Cage. I just finished binge watching Luke Cage. Holy shit, it was so good. I have not. Uh, I'm See, still watching Jessica Netflix. Jones. I may have to. You I'm not. Do it. I'm not I kidding. I may have to suck it up and get. It's that. only six dollars. I'm totally a fan. No, mine went up. TV, Mine so. went up to nine ninety nine. I think ours did too, but yeah. In my mind, everything's still six dollars. Like <laughs> we had to pay more for the Hulu to get the subscription without the commercials, they which got, has been totally worth it. They got I didn't even realize they had a free version until they got rid of it. And yeah. I was like, shit, I could have been watching all this stuff the whole time. They do. <laughs> they do. But some of the problems I found with that was one, you still had commercials. I'm like, why am I paying for this if I still have to watch the commercials? Because they're dumb. And but then it was like, okay, well, we've got clips of this show and Hulu is bad about that. 
you go and, oh, I found this show and I've been wanting to see this. And it's like one minute clips from the different show. And I'm like, well, fuck me. That doesn't do any good at all. It's a, but the actual show wasn't on no, there? No actual show. Like they actually did that because, you know, I watched this. So you think you can dance and dancing with the stars. It's pretty much the only like TV that I watch other than, you know, Goldberg's and Fresh Off the Boat. Because I just don't have, we don't have cable. We don't have, you know, regular TV to watch. So we watch them on subscription. And they, for Dancing with the Stars, two years ago, I think, they put the season out, but it was just clips. They didn't have the show on. And I was like, motherfucker, but you couldn't get it online. You couldn't get it. I know. Or they had, what they were showing was the guy up in the skybox doing commentary about what was going on. You couldn't see or hear what was going on. You could hear this dweeb talking about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, within a week, they decided that wasn't going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Then they put it back on. I was like, Good, I didn't have to, you know, murder someone because yeah. I want to see Kirstie Alley dance. She is entertaining. So I, I love her. I do too. She's a nut. She oh, is yeah. a nut, but she is entertainment. She is, entertainment. Funny? She oh is my pure God, funny. She's funny. Yeah. And on that show, even funnier because then you've got her interactions with I guess Max was her was her uh, thing, and they're all like psh, psh, against that. Yeah, really funny. All right. Okay. No, anyway, I don't ever. To- I don't ever watch Dance with the Stars. I I did watch you know Apollo Anton Ono's um, yeah. thing. Oh, I love few, him too. Yeah, he's he's such him. a little sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, he's adorable. Yes. I didn't even know that people did speed skating until I saw. Him. <laughs> oh, you know what? That was actually during the 2002 um, Winter Olympics. Yeah, it's and, like right um, And that was in uh, Utah, and I was there at the time, and I was just like, I need to meet him. I never did. Craig did. <laughs> he's he's darling. He is so. very cute. But yeah, Star Trek. I grew up watching the original. Mm-hmm. So pretty much dates me there, but you know yeah. what? What the heck? But uh, yeah, Kirk's overacting was always fun. <laughs> he got his shirt ripped off in every episode. Yeah, pretty much. That modern it is the uh, the equivalent of modern day Taylor Lautner, where he just has to get yes. rip his shirt off every five. I do, I do like um uh, the uh, aliens with the mini skirts that cracked me up. Yeah, right? that was fun. Yeah. And he so, was the he was the space whore of the galaxy. Yeah, we moved yeah, on so to TNG. We got Riker. Riker, Riker's the yeah. new space whore. I I do I like TNG better, and I, it's probably because I that's the one I grew up with. Right. Yeah. And um, but there's always the classics, the triple episode, obviously, mm-hmm. oh, and then even favorite. and even Deep Space Nine <laughs> brought back the triples. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, Opera Man is a twin, and his when they had their birthday a couple months ago, he sent his twin brother the uh, the entire box set series of the original Star Trek episodes. Uh-huh. And so he calls us and he's so excited. He's so happy. He's going to do it. He's going to show it to my niece. She's seven. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to start her on this episode. And it's like one of these big emotional arc episodes. And I'm like, are you nuts? <laughs> and he's like, well, well, what, what episodes would you, I'm like, trouble, trouble with triples. triples. Yeah. Like, that is the only thing you could start a child on. If you want to try to get them into that universe. Cause Triples are freaking adorable. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big fan of infestations of any kind, but I'll take the triples. Triples aren't bad. They're pretty cute. I had a triple yeah. in high school. Like, you know, it wasn't a real one, obviously, but it was like <laughs> it had a little nine volt battery, and if you petted it, it would make the little shaky I want noise. One. Yeah, it was adorable. Like a Furby that doesn't. It fall. was a Furby, but it was really like fake plastic hair, so it like almost scratched you when you pet it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to Google that, see if I can find myself. Yeah, yeah check it, it was, on it was uh, cute. eBay. It was, it was very exciting. I bet you uh, Think Geek has stuff like that. They tend to have a lot of those oh, toys. Yeah, they have yeah. a lot of Star Trek stuff. Yep. Yeah, my We're little. We do t- a holiday episode this year. We did one last year for holiday gift giving. Oh Maybe yeah, we, we can another. talk about that. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. So All right. yeah, I I'm with you on that. I really like Next Generation is my Star Trek show. Like, yeah, I love them. I've seen all of the Star Trek movies, and the TNG ones are my favorites. Like yeah. I really I like them. I, I guess the others just still feel old and cheesy to me in a way like that you can tell the sets are cardboard kind of stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and the the items, the movies to me for everything except for the new reboot mm-hmm. have been secondary to the television shows. Yeah. They were more like, okay, but this is a Christmas special well, type was, thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, okay, we're done for the summer. Here's your movie that'll tide you over until the next season. Exactly, starts. And it's, I think the, it's the Doctor Who they... Christmas special. Of... Exactly. Now, I I did like um, you know long after TNG was canceled, they were bringing out more movies mm-hmm. and uh, you know First Contact and uh, Nemesis and Insurrection. Insurrection. Yeah. So 
I, I did like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I liked I liked those coming back after the show was kind of long gone. Really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I wish that they would come back again, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the cards. Well, let's look at like um, we recently, six months ago, maybe sat down and started watching uh, Deep Space Nine. I like it all the way through because I never really yeah. again I had seen it's, bits it, and pieces. I always of the refer ads. to Deep Space Nine as kind of the soap opera in space because it was. I loved it's, it. It's more serial than like Adventure of the Week, which yeah. most of the others are. You know, don't have the big arcs. It's just you know, just a. But I love that they brought Worf in. And, I you know, love Worf. All, I yeah. love Worf and him and Dax oh. getting together, and then oh, Dax I know, getting that was killed. Fun. I was sad. Oh, so sad. Bad. And then she comes back, but it's not her anymore. So you're like, yeah, yeah. can't. Yeah. yeah, that was hard. I lo- I liked Worf's long hair. Mm. I oh, really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it looks good on him. Yeah, it does. It it worked out well for him. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, y'all keep talking. I'm gonna okay. Real yeah, so I I really enjoy Deep Space Nine, but again, it has a different feel than all of the other Star Star Trek. Uh, well, the other ones they were like going places to do things. And yeah, at DS9, this was everything like was coming home to base. them. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. Then how can you really do a you know, like mystery of the week or issue right. of the week? They did you some know. when they they had the what was it? They went off into the nebula or whatever. Yeah, and then they you know would have to try a to few, get them back. Yeah, and, and, and there were bad guys on the other side who would come attack the station and they'd go attack them and, yeah, yeah well and then once once captain cisco became the emissary or whatever that kind of that was a little strange yeah, it, yeah that was almost the jumping of the shark moment it was yeah. but i still loved him yeah him in oh, his yeah. creole kitchen he just makes me happy. oh i love him yeah, yeah. okay i found this uh, i posted this on our page um the other day and i wanted to to bring it up this is uh i don't know if it's reddit or where it came from um and Tumblr. basically somebody yeah. yeah probably Tumblr. Somebody says, if Klingon sex is basically violent wrestling, I wonder if the Klingons don't have BDSM, but like the opposite. Klingons gathering in secrecy in dark cellars to engage in sweet, gentle, loving uh, like relationships to scorn their fellow Klingons. Like, how do you do that? The other Klingons ask, you don't even draw blood? Not a single furniture breaking? That doesn't seem natural. What is this cuddle of which you speak? <laughs> and someone else says, I'm into Klingon hug dungeons. <laughs> that would be fun to throw in there. Because it's true. You know, if you think about that society, yeah. that's a very yeah. warrior race and culture yeah. and everything is. Yeah, that's the that's the weirdest thing about them. It's like even their wedding ceremony, which we saw in Deep Space Nine with mm-hmm. uh, Dax and Worf, where they were like. And so they these uh, this couple was this was created and um, the gods created this couple and then they turned around and killed the gods <laughs> that created them. And like, this is part of your wedding ceremony. Like it yeah. was, uh, that's my favorite. At least I they just, didn't have to be naked. Like the, what was the Betazoids? Yo, like, yo, naked, yeah. 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 That's it. Um, didn't get yeah. to see that episode because somebody interrupted it. Thanks, aliens. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> love Deanna Troy's mother. Oh, I do too. I She's, do too. Nuts. Yeah. She is She's so the Kirstie Alley of the uh, oh, Star yeah. Trek. Except Kirstie Alley was in a Star Trek movie. So, Oh, yeah, go. she was. Oh, what my was God. She, she, she was, was in Star Trek 2. She was like a helmsman or something. They uh, talked yeah, to okay. her from time to time. Yeah. But it's a, it's a very small. I think it was one of her first actual like major okay. motion pictures uh-huh. and like and then she got like look who's talking yeah like, well, yeah but yeah uh, and, and that's what i love about this there are very few people who have not done some sort of star trek cameo over the course of their career when you're yeah. talking about different hollywood people so it's fun to yeah. see them pop up and it i i especially like in the deep or in the uh, the next generation episodes when they bring like um, Chekhov, really oh, old yeah. Chekhov, uh-huh. in, and you know all yeah. these other people, and you're like, oh, yeah, I know. And Whoopi Goldberg was fun in that. Oh, oh God, and I she totally never, forget about. Her she was never her. on the. Um, she was never on the uh, like credits. Mm-mm. They just she just was there, and so you know, I think like they did add her fun. in later. Like yeah. she's in the she's in the beginning, but it's it wasn't. I don't think they did it at the time. I yeah. think it was after the fact. Now I never notice credits, but my husband does. And he'll be like, "Oh, hey, guess who's going to be in this episode?" Mm-hmm. Like we don't we haven't seen him in like two years because they're in the credits. I'm like, why would they spoil that in the credits? You know, <laughs> and it's like actually I never would have noticed had it not been mentioned. But right. you know, uh, it's, it's you know same thing. But like Whoopi Goldberg was only in every few episodes like when right. she was but when she was there she was like an i mean she's the barkeep she but she was an integral part of that crew and it was really and i think that's what i like so much about next gen and some of the the after shows 
is that they made this really large like family ensemble with the crew. Yeah. That it wasn't just like these five main characters. Right. And a bunch of red shirts running yeah. around. It yeah. was much more of a, you know, so-and-so is here and we see this ensign from time to time and this one has a relationship with that one and this one's got a kid that everybody likes and Wesley Crusher's being all Wesley and fucking everything up and... Yeah, the original Star Trek, if you look at it uh, versus uh, something modern day, it's very similar to like Firefly mm -hmm. in the sense that, you know, it got canceled. It was only three seasons. Yeah, well before its time. I mean, Firefly got canceled even before yeah. then. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was also kind of based on like a Western in space. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, Firefly was a little more... Western, hit, yeah. hit you on the nose with it, like mm. it's very accurate. But you know, Gene Roddenberry was clearly looking for a similar, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, Star uh, Wars was a Western in space too, as far as that goes. I'd consider Star Wars more like action space adventure. opera. Is I think what yeah. they kind of consider it. It's much it's more like an action adventure, epic tale yeah. versus. It's it's more like the Lord of the Rings in space. It's kind of we've got this journey we have to go on, and we've got to fight this big bad, and we got to do this. Star Trek doesn't have that. They're not like. Tech necessarily moving it's, towards it's, something they're just moving and they find shit like yeah. shit pops in their way it's more it's more you know uh any kind of confrontational uh confrontation with anybody is more political as mm -hmm. opposed to like a let's shoot them down and right. see and then ask questions later which i don't think star wars is star wars mm -hmm. is like a star wars is i don't know what to take out the big bad yeah i don't That's, know what the yeah. hell that is but that needs to go down yeah you know type of uh, we, we didn't even know this much evil existed and now now That's we got all we know. We have to take we, it now. Away. We've got a whole planet of evil. Yeah. We got to get rid of. Yep. You know, a so. couple of them. <laughs> yeah, at least three. So yeah, I I I love you know obviously I'm a huge Star Wars geek as well, but I I always love Star Trek and it's funny because I you know my husband insists that he loves them both equally and I'm like you are a I dirty say, liar. He I am does the not. same way. He doesn't. I, I really like them both. I've never come in and caught him watching Star Trek episodes. Actually, that's not true. I have. But he only goes, he goes and watches the season finale. Like if he gets a, an urge to watch a show, he'll go watch the last one. I get an urge to watch a show and I start at the beginning and work yes. all the way through, which I think is the way you should watch. You know, that's why Netflix is so amazing because you can just binge watch the crap out of anything you want to. You don't have to wait a week for it to come on or hope there's not a hole in the episode. Like he just, but I've never seen anybody just sit down and watch the last. And I'm like, okay. Well, so now we what do you start with? It? What, like, what do you start with next? I yeah. know. It's like, mm. yeah. I mean, During football season, it's been awesome to watch because that's what I've been doing is watching mm -hmm. the old Star Treks mm -hmm. and DS9, Voyager, Enterprise, then Stargate, Atlantis, and SG1. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Voyager is on my list to watch next because I don't think I've really seen, but maybe a handful of smatterings oh, of episodes. Voyager is Voyager's so good. good. I really like Voyager. So I worked through yeah. DS9 and it was kind of like, heart-wrenching for yeah. some of it so i was like it was a little break. Yeah. like so i've you know i've been doing all this other stuff that we've been prepping for for podcast and binge watching anime things i would never have watched before mm -hmm. and just, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you voyager had a different feel for me than you know deep space nine because like we were saying it was like a the soup uh the uh the you know Soap opera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Voyager to me was kind of really a throwback to TNG. Mm -hmm. And yes. this is what we're doing. In this, and it was even kind of creepier because they were so isolated from mm -hmm. anybody else because they got thrown into the gamma sphere or gamma quadrant. And uh, which technically, if it's a quadrant, there shouldn't be a gamma, right? So there's like a uh, Alpha, Bravo, yeah, Theta, Delta Quadrant. There's four. Shut your math hole. <laughs> <laughs> like there, sh there shouldn't be a ga Gamma Quadrant, but they were there. So, mm. the, you know. Yeah. It, but it, it was really kind of interesting because how they acted and tried to act as a Federation official without the Federation behind them. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of gray areas and then, you know, they had uh, captain Janeway who was awesome. Yeah. Right. Yes, I like definitely. her. Yeah. And, um, I actually saw a, uh, star Trek Voyager reunion panel at one of the cons here a couple years ago. And I had to pay extra for it. So Craig was like, no, I don't care that much. So I just went by myself and, uh, 
It was so good. It was the best panel I've ever been to. Mm. And I mean, like you're just tearing up. Captain Janeway was there. So, you know, she was um, Kate Milgrew and, and uh, Chicote and Robert Picardo was there. And, um, and I love him. Yeah. And Tom Paris. The guy, and then, um, uh, oh, what's his name? That was um, the ensign that never got promoted. Um, oh, God, I can't, I can't remember. remember. He was awesome. He was they, the whole group of and the guy that played Neelix was there. Yes, and they were just. It was just. It was just the greatest panel. I don't know how to describe it. I posted it on the uh, the Nerdy Bitches Facebook page because I was like, because th- once it went onto YouTube, I was like, this was great. Now it was like you know an hour and right. something. So seriously, sit down for it. But it was so good. And Kate Malcrew was like, remember that alien that looked like he had a poo on his head? Like, it was so <laughs> funny. And they were laughing. They couldn't even talk. And there were some points where they were laughing so hard they couldn't talk. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. It was such a good panel. I am gonna have to go watch that. Yeah. Oh, and then you know, and then they talked about uh, Seven of Nine. You know, which you mm-hmm. which we keep forgetting about. But Seven yes. of Nine was Jerry a cra- Ryan, was yeah. a crazy cool character. Oh yeah, she was awesome. Yeah, she was all borgy and yeah, and, and awesome. yeah, and those bodysuits. Holy cow! I know. And, I, know. Yeah. So, I saw her from seeing her on some some kind of. St- show after that and she worked in a school or something. oh yeah now, boston public is that the yeah the one that had uh joey mcintyre yeah, uh-huh. in it. and i <laughs> just was like where's your poor guy i know it was really <laughs> weird to see her in yeah, it since then strange uh, of all of these star trek uh who's your favorite alien race oh that's, that's a, a hard one. one um i i can cling on and i'm mostly for wharf <laughs> that i like the Klingons. you know i think strangely enough i like the ferengi I do too. <laughs> They're just weird little shysters, and I yeah. kind of love that. And, and all the rules, all the yeah, rules yeah. are fun. Yeah. Um, I like. Oh, the blue guys with the little. Um, oh. Uh, what the hell is their? I can never gonna remember Starts it. Starts with an A. Yeah, I'm never gonna remember it. Yeah, sorry. Me yeah. I know exactly. I can picture them like right in my head right now. So not the Andromedas, but it's something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, those are good ones. I, I mean, obviously, I did like the Borg, mm-hmm. and I like Q. And then, um, God, Q fucking drives me up the wall. Yeah, and I know yeah. that's his oh, job. Oh, I do love it. Q. And he does it amazingly well. And that guy's a brony, by the way. The guy who plays Q, he's it's a on, brony. Yeah, he's a brony, oh, and he's on that documentary. It's hysterical. There was a the episode on Voyager where they tried to let they had to try and let a Q uh, kill himself. And it was really interesting. It was yeah. a good, uh, yeah. A he good does. Episode. I mean, he's an amazing actor, and he does a fantastic job of making me hate his fucking guts. But I oh, do. that's that's exactly every what time he does. there's a cute Andorians. episode. I'm like, Andorians. Ugh. Okay, I like Close. the Andorians. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the Cardassians were also interesting. The Cardassians. <laughs> Cardassians. <laughs> when the okay, when the Keeping Up oh, with the Cardassians yeah. show first came on, I'm like. Keeping up with the Cardassians? Why? Yeah, like, I know. What have they been up to outside of the Star Trek world that I need to know about? I know. So I know. Every time I hear that, I, I still just hear it. Giggle. I still hear yeah, it every time. And you yeah. know, and I think that that will define the difference between like if you if you're gonna split <laughs> our population ver- into two geek versus basic bitch right there. Yeah, if you know yeah. the difference between a Cardassian and a Kardashian, they, they yeah. actually probably there, there's not a lot of people that know the difference between the two. It's gonna be like one person's gonna always assume. It's Kardashian, and one's right. gonna assume it's always a Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would watch that show. I would oh, yeah. watch Keeping Up Keeping with the Kardashians. Up with, yeah, that would be funny. It, it would, would be fun. Oh my god! Especially like they, you know, they went on a trip, and oh, the paparazzi <laughs> were bothering them. <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, this guy know, steals they're... that one's breast milk. You're like, what is yeah. happening? They, um, so many good aliens. Oh, yeah. I, and I also like the Ferengi. And the, the creepy little, they like their ears being rubbed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is so creepy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're like, eh, all right. And I, oh, what is his name? Quark's brother. Oh yeah. He's kind of he's kinda naive. He's kind of dopey, yes, but I yeah. love fun. him. He's so sweet. Yeah. He was I forgot his sweet. name. Yeah, me yeah. too. I don't remember it, and it's pissing me off. But so, and Quark was in the beginning of the first episode of Voyager because they were at Deep Space Nine before they went on their mission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun how they kind of do these pit stop layovers to start the new series. So it's not just like you're abandoning all your favorites, and you may hear about them like in a phone call. Kind yeah. Of like, oh well, Riker's over here now, and so and so's here. We don't care, yeah. but I like to be able to see them do the crossovers. And yeah, yeah, they did have Riker come to Deep Space Nine, but it was bad. Riker. He also, oh, he, he also came to Voyager, 
Q popped him on there. Oh, that's and he was like 50 pounds heavier than normal. And, oh, yeah. You know, they, so <laughs> they were. What is the episode where he is like in disguise or whatever? He's the chef. You remember he was the cook on one of Was that the last season where he's playing poker with him? But he's he's not Will Riker. Yeah. The second. Yeah. He's, like and the whole time, the whole, remember. you know, teaser part of the beginning before the thing, you're like, what? That's not his name. Like, right. it's, like what is know. happening? <laughs> I don't remember what that is. My guess is it's the last episode because I've seen it multiple times. And that's probably because I've seen Paul watching it multiple the times. The last episode of, um, of uh, TNG, TNG, maybe. TNG. Okay. Uh, I can't it's been so now. long since I've seen it. Yeah. He will know and he'll be screaming it in the car as we speak. Now, now I won't be watching Discovery because I'm no. not going to pay for CBS All Access. Nope. CBS has done pissed me off with my inability to be able to get anything other than one minute of the current show available. I'm like, I don't watch TV like that. I have to watch it in spurts. I don't have time to sit down and dedicate a day every week to watching this show. I just want to watch it when I want to watch it. Yeah, so. that's, it doesn't seem like so far it's been that great of a um, a marketing model. Mm-mm. No. But um, they are like, and what's really frustrating is because they're giving Star Trek Discovery to people on Netflix same week or the next week anywhere but America. So we have to either like hack around our, you know, Netflix box. Which is not cool. Yeah. Don't make don't make people have to break the law. Like yeah. don't do it. And that's what I don't like about these different, you know, I, I've seen authors like their books have gotten leaked and they're like, fuck it, I'm not publishing it, but yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and put it on my website so that you don't have to make the decision to go download the pirated copy. Yeah. Just don't put us in that position. Make it easy for us to access. Yeah. Well, except for though, I mean, an author having their book stolen before well, it's published is I'm not a little talk- different. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah. saying, but she, like this one I'm thinking of, said Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, yeah. She said, I'm going to put it out here myself and all its unedited glory so that you don't have to go try to decide if you want to illegally download it somewhere else. So. I'm, I'm really glad I read that for free though. Cause man, I am too. It's yeah, bad. It was not what was it? It was, it's only, so she did uh, the, the twilight book, in Edward's uh, uh, perspective. Oh, yeah. she and rewrote Twilight from his perspective, and it's only about halfway done. It's not. Yeah, it's not even. even it was like it really. I don't even remember like having to get up from my computer before uh, finishing it. It's it was very not short. very long. It's, it's like twelve okay. chapters. It's yeah. very short. Um, but but I liked that she kind of did that, so she didn't have oh, to yeah. put her fans in the perspective of well, it's out there, and I'm desperate to read something, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go do it in the bad way. Yeah, so. I I just. Not that anybody should have done that. I don't know. I'm feeling like everybody is out to get my money. Uh I just like, it's just exhausting. Like, you know, so I have cable because I like live television. And then I have to have Netflix, of course, because I found out about the Marvel stuff. So I'm like, okay, there. Mm -hmm. And then Amazon. Well, I ship a lot of stuff. So I guess I'll just go ahead and get that. Well, now CBS and Hulu have all these exclusives. And I'm like, shit. Well, what bothers me? Like we have an Apple TV which means that we can we have all these apps on there for Netflix and Hulu and CBS and ABC and all this stuff. What pisses me off, because the whole reason we got rid of cable is it's too expensive for what yeah. we watch. It's just not worth it for me to do it. So I want to buy these streaming services because it's inexpensive and it's something I'll actually use. But the problem is now every place is saying, oh, well, we need our own app. We need, we're not giving it to you. We need to have our own and you have to have a cable subscription to use them. Yeah, that's that's like, how ours ABC is too. ABC is a network. Why do I have to have a cable subscription to watch network programming just because it comes through? Well, and ours is through uh, Comcast and or Xfinity or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and they will not allow you to sign into shit like that. Yeah. They, oh, they so, kick you out every five minutes. So, no, we ours use won't my even. Sisters. Yeah, ours won't even let you sign in. It will, you know, it says, "I'm sorry, it's not a supported format," and it's like. I already pay for this fucking channel. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to watch it. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's really, it's a racket. Yeah, it is. And it's getting worse. Yeah, it is. And Every, it's like everything when we went, I feel like is a, is a price adder mm-hmm. everywhere. It's all add-ons and all a cart every, and every, bullshit. Well, and it's like, if yeah. I would choose my channels and say, all I want is HGTV and Food Network and maybe, I don't know, some some other like Animal Planet or something. Yeah, yeah I you mean, know, there's... Uh, Probably out of, I don't know, how many? Probably a dozen channels I would watch. Yeah, Yeah. I I hardly watch any. I don't need 30 episodes or 30 channels of C-SPAN and home shopping. I just, I don't need all that. Or the seven ESPNs. Right. Well, or 100,000 pay-per-view channels. You know. Yeah. 
Oh, we, we yeah. Coverage. Well, we have. I mean, oh, oh, we pay extra for the NFL red zone every like the day before football season starts. We call up the cable company. And we add a special channel just for NFL season, and then cancel it right after the playoffs. Okay, my ex husband yeah. had the Playboy channel. He got yeah. that behind my back. So. Good times. That would explain why he's an ex. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Okay. It explains a lot. What, but yeah, I just, yeah. As, well, I mean, just, I mean, it's just. It's all porn all the time. If it was at least interesting stuff, it would be interesting. I know, like, porn. like Maxim Magazine and FHM, very porn. interesting oh, to yeah. read, though. Like, yeah. you know, I find it like, like, oh, this is a really good article. It's yeah. like, yeah, but no, I, if it's just was the straight porn yeah. part yeah. of it, then it wouldn't yeah. be there. Yeah. I well, that's the thing. Like, um, Playboy has a radio channel on Sirius, and their their radio shows are interesting. Like, they have interesting topics and whatever. But well, this I even recall the magazine just porn. Yeah, I recall the magazine having like interviews mm-hmm. with people oh, and oh, stuff yeah. like that. We had yeah, the magazine really for years. They There's got to be something for the ladies to read in there. Michelle <laughs> Silverstein used to do a lot of uh, the car- the political cartoons that were in there. And oh, stuff, and so, so um, uh. Leroy Neiman uh, did a lot of drawings in there. And, you know, so, I mean, it's just. Yeah. Not a bad publication. I just don't want to see it sprawled on my TV. You know, well, you don't want to pay $20 a month for it. Do not yeah. a record would ever subscribe to Maxim Magazine. Oh, I totally believe so. I got a, I got a free a, a subscription for a year because um, I was watching the WB mm-hmm. uh, and they were like, send an email to this if you knew the whatever, you know, some mm-hmm. kind of question I got. It. I'm like. So I got this. I didn't even know what it was. And I'm like, well, it's actually pretty interesting. A lot of naked people in it, but it's a pretty interesting magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I saw, I think the only thing I've read in Maxim was there was an article on Rachel Ray who's doing, you know, talking about cooking, except all the pictures of her are naked with an apron. And I'm yeah. like, what? You cannot cook that way. I'm sorry. Cooking naked well, is see, a you're not terrible, gonna, terrible you're idea. You're not going to cook bacon that way. You don't want to fry <laughs> anything naked. Mm-hmm. I am just throwing it out there that you really, really just ought not to cook naked at all. Um, this for some of our uh, people still living at home and cooking naked. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how many. Yeah. Just, no. Yeah. You could make a sandwich naked. That's about as far mm-hmm. as I'd I think. It. I think you could make a sandwich naked yeah. easy. Yeah. That would be yeah. it. I'm just thinking of things like flying around and, you know, stuff getting loosed in the air. I don't know. Apparently you make a lot of wild food. (laughs) I don't, but I, you know, I I used to be married to a really hairy guy. So the last thing I want is his naked ass running around my kitchen. (laughs) There'd be droppings of hair everywhere. It's just gross. (laughs) TMI. just totally ruined your naked cooking right there. So now, of course, back to Star Trek. Are we all, uh, what are we agreeing on? Trekkies or Trekkers? Trekkies. Trekkies. I think I like Trekkies, too. Have you seen that show? I know we talked about this a little bit earlier off the air. Well, it's funny. uh, I was dating a guy back in the day. And so he brought, he's bringing over a movie and da 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 Mm. And he brings over Trekkies. And I'm every once in a while, I was like, oh, look what they did. Like, you know, oh, they got, the, oh, they got this. You know, and, looking at you and, like and he you was like, and he was like, oh my God, she's one of them. And I'm like, <laughs> you never asked. I mean, right? <laughs> he, he, he brought this movie over to make fun of these people. And I was like, all excited about certain things. Like Brent Spiner was on it. And I was oh, like, yeah. ah, Brent Spiner. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have not seen Trekkies, apparently you live under a rock. So you should probably run out and find this. Somewhere. It was on VHS when it was rented. Yeah. So it was that we old. Ha- yeah. We had it on oh, VHS. Wow. My brother had that and hands on a hard body if you've never seen that documentary go watch that little gym too it's hilarious uh but anyway so back to trekkies it is um narrated or i guess the host of this documentary is denise crosby who plays tasha yar and so she goes to different conventions and she pops into these people's houses with these giant star trek collections did she ask to leave that show because you think it has got, to be the worst mistake of her life. I I think she, it may have been a contract negotiation thing where she was trying to get a lot more money and they just wrote her off. They killed her off. Yeah. So, because I remember but she that did was, come back after that in yeah, one, but, one episode. Yeah, as a cross. Romulan. No. Like, well, yes, or, yeah. she did come back in that, but she also came back as herself in an alternate timeline when there's oh, yeah, two Enterprises. Yeah. I don't remember. It was weird. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a terrible mistake. I, Any, I was, that was probably one of my first like, what deaths that I remember yeah. ever. I know. Yeah. I never well, see, and Will Wheaton kind of did the same thing. Like, he decided he was done being Wesley Crusher and he was going to go have this big movie career, which, yeah. sorry, Will, didn't no. really pan out for you. Yeah. Um, and he's, and I read his book, uh, Just a Geek, a couple of years ago. 
And he said, he's like, I was an immature, stupid kid. And I didn't appreciate what I had, as you do when you're an immature, stupid kid. Yeah. And, you know, I walked away from this this great thing. So, yeah. And it's funny to read him uh, talking about going back and having these, like, reunions or we're all at a wedding or, like, something's happening. And he, he feels weird, like, walking up to the castmates because he was, like, a kid on the show. And now he's, you know, a yeah. grown-up. And it's like, oh, hey. Do you remember me? We were on that show together for like eight years. <laughs> but they did not kill Will off. They, or no, no. they didn't kill Wesley off. They, they sent him sent off to him... school and then he came back for a couple of episodes <laughs> yeah. where he did something stupid. And, yeah. you know. But you remember like in that, I remember if it's like the, the, I don't think it was the pilot episode, but one of the very early on episodes, they have this like big mute guy that kind of comes in and wanders around the ship and wreaks havoc on stuff. But they figure out that that Wesley is like the chosen one. Like there's some sort of prophecy regarding him and how he's going to be someone to like bring peace to the universe through mechanical engineering. I don't really know. I don't really <laughs> full on but remember. But that shit didn't work out, did it? It really yeah. didn't. That was the thing. It was like, oh, there's like this. And I think that's how he ends up getting the, you know, he's 12 and he's piloting the ship kind of thing. But then it just kind of died. Like that storyline never went anywhere. It's like yeah. it, they could have been working towards that. Not that it has yeah. to be a main theme, but there could have been. Oh, something other than the one mentioned in that one episode. So I was uh, I read this book and it was just a novel, but it was a person that was writing it. Uh, the The main uh, character was a writer for a TV show mm -hmm. and they referred to certain characters as Wesley Crushers. And those are <laughs> characters that the writers love, but the fans hate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know there was a there was a big thing that Will Wheaton was doing not too long ago. Where he basically just told all of these people who keep telling him, shut up, Wesley, to go fuck themselves. He's like, I have been hearing this for 20 years, and I'm done. Like, yeah. stop it. This is not someone funny, tried to and get, I've heard it before. Yeah, someone tried to get Patrick Stewart to say it, and he says, no. You know, like, <laughs> that was, remember we were at the uh, Comic Palooza? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and he says, I don't do that, you know, because he's too cool. Patrick Stewart's awesome. Okay. Yeah. How cute are Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen running around New York City taking photos, like photos and selfies together? Oh, I just love Have them. you seen these? They're so yes, funny. Yes, it was fun. Did you see, though, uh, this is like three years ago now, Halloween, where um, Patrick Stewart was dressed like a lobster and yeah. they put him in the, and he put, he was in the bathtub and took yep. his picture. Fucking yep. the cutest no, thing I've ever seen. Oh, uh, he and, uh, he and Ian McKellen went out as like Elmo or something. It was hysterical. They just <laughs> go around doing these buddy things. I'm like, where's that reality show? I yeah, would watch that. That would be a great day. reality show, that. especially since, um, you know, they just had this really good season of, you know, um, where are they now? Is that what it was? No, better late than never. Better, better late, late than, than never. never, which That's had, who I thought would be good with them was Patrick oh, Stewart. Oh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Now, I think that they could use some chicks. But well, they, this last one had, uh, you it'd know, probably just be her telling them to pick up their yeah. socks, though. Yeah, I know. It, this one had Terry Bradshaw, uh, George Foreman, um, Henry Winkler, send, like, Angie and, Dickinson, uh, William Shatner. Shatner. That'd yeah. be funny. I'd I'd like to watch Angie Dickinson go out with these people. Well, she may be dead, that, so I don't that, really know. That would be pretty difficult. Yeah. This one. I don't know for sure though, but it's a possibility. I'll, I'll, I'll take an assumption that she is. Yeah. So, but. Um, Anyway, that would be cute to it have be to have an equivalent show with uh, Patrick Stewart and Amy. But they get along so well that they probably you know would be fun. Is a show like that, but with all the Star Trek captains? <gasps> that would Patrick be great. Patrick Stewart, Scott Bakula on it's a buddy uh, trip Jay, across uh, the Kate, universe. Shut up. Yeah, Kate Mulgrew yes. and yes. Um, um, uh, Cisco. Ben, oh my gosh, I forgot his name. Anyway, I can't Cisco. Think of it. Yeah. Yeah, um, they had a big captain's reunion uh, just this year for the 50th anniversary. And then Chris Pine could carry their bags. Shut up, that'd be awesome. It would he be could awesome. read the Google map. That would yes. be so funny. That's funny. That would be fun. I would watch that. I would totally oh, yeah. watch that show. I mean, really, we should be producers. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, we're just coming up with all these great ideas. This, you know, yeah. we just need a Patreon account. And we'll be good to go. Exactly. Someone give me some money. That's right. Give <laughs> us some money and we will start producing the weirdest shit you have ever seen Of course, seen in we your should life. probably create a Patreon account. But, you know, there's that. And it yeah. takes five minutes, yeah. I'm sure. So, so. but um, yeah, that would actually, that would be uh, quite fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, it's, you know, I was talking about this earlier about the Firefly mm -hmm. and uh, that it was similar, but also that after its cancellation, the cult follow following was way higher than yeah. whoever watched the original, mm -hmm. you know, and if they had the same amount of viewers who watched the original as they did for the, you know, aftermath, 
yeah. then uh, it would have uh, it would have been fine. Probably, right. I don't know. It was still Fox. They still would have canceled it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I think also at that time they didn't have so many venues. We're like now, Firefly could move to Netflix. Uh, yeah, or yeah, something good like that. And it. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Scared me. Podcast down. At the, at the time, there there wasn't that kind of option. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, well, and it was really interesting. Um, I think I mentioned it a couple shows ago. Paul and I just got the documentary that's for the love of Spock. That's directed by Leonard Nimoy's son. I think his name Adam. is Adam. Um, and it's it's a really interesting look. But they were talking all about the history of the show and how it got started. And it turned out, you know, Lucille Ball is the owner of Desilu Productions. And at the time, she was producing all of these shows to sell to these networks. And she she actually, I think, went to Gene Roddenberry and said, hey, let's make a show. And there it was. So and she That's was like awesome. the only female producer in town at that point, which was super cool. So. And and then um, you, if you look at um, with uh, Nichelle Nichols mm-hmm. and um, that uh, Lieutenant O'Hara was the first female uh, African-American lead yeah. um, on on a show at the time. Yeah. And she's still, by the way, fabulous and going to Nerd Year's Eve. You know what's oh, really okay. funny, though? I remember hearing, because, you know, we talked about Whoopi being in oh, Next yeah, Gen, yeah. that I've heard her say she saw Nichelle Nichols on TV and started screaming and yelling to her mom. And she's like, Mama, Mama, look, there's a black lady on TV and she's not the maid. Mm-hmm. And it just was like a defining moment for her to know. Oh, that's that kind of neat because she, so yeah. she ended up being on Star Trek, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just how many years later. Exactly. So, so oh, yeah, that's neat. It's all these fun little. Well, there's there's a lot of um, uh, the, the idea of Star Trek, which I always thought was it's like we're um, ascending above these arbitrary petty yeah, yeah differences we make like we're mankind now we don't care that Chekhov's Russian right. and you know what I mean it's uh yeah um uh Sulu's gay but we didn't know that at the time but <laughs> we now well, we we do now <laughs> like, yeah. yeah so I mean it's just like it was higher than that it was just bigger yeah. than that well if you're interested in Spock or Leonard Nimoy specifically I totally recommend this uh this documentary I never know how these documentaries are gonna go but I watched it it was really great um, and it's it's not all the pretty stuff too. There's a lot of stuff about his alcoholism and how it d- really drove a divide with him and his children and whatnot. But it was really amazing. Um, remember they did the animated Star Trek, yeah. mm-hmm. and they brought in William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy and um, somebody else. But that other person was basically going to be playing like all, all the, the bit parts, and they weren't bringing in uh, George Takei. They weren't bringing in Nichelle Nichols. Like they just there were certain people they just weren't going to bring back. And Leonard Nimoy basically told them the whole point behind Star Trek is that it's celebrating diversity. If you don't bring George and Nichelle in to do these parts, I'm going to walk because it's not right that, you know, some of us come, have come in to do this and others have been excluded. So yeah. they ended up bringing him in, which is cool. Yeah. He told that story um, at Comic Palooza. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was just, and he was, he just loved Leonard Nimoy and mm-hmm. he had this big, um, party with him and brad you know their one of their anniversaries and yeah. he's like and leonard nimoy was seriously sick and they weren't expecting him to be there and he made sure to come even mm-hmm. though he was really weak oh it's just the sweetest thing oh mm-hmm. yeah he was apparently a much better granddad than he was a dad so yeah he kind of i think he uh he got a divorce after like 32 years or mm-hmm. something and later remarried and apparently that woman was just like the spark he needed to kind of get himself back into the game, which was pretty cool. So. Mm. Well, and the yeah. kids were like not against that. Like they yeah. really saw how good she was. And you know. I really liked him um, in uh, the, the new movies. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of the new movies, you know, with Chris Pine and uh, Zachary Quinto mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people kind of were, are not happy about them. I am happy whenever anything gets a reboot. Um, because mm-hmm. it brings a new set of fans to it that wouldn't have seen it before. Like, for example, yeah. like TNG by itself, it brought me into it when yeah. I wouldn't have been into Star Trek to start with. But I do think that that, that is interesting that, you know, the, the previous iterations that we've seen after the fact were not trying to redo Star Trek. They were making their new path. They were, you know, introduced new characters and they would reference back to the old, but it wasn't a redo we didn't have a new Kirk and now we do like these new movies are an actual reboot of the original and it's been interesting to watch how they've taken at least the first two movies they kind of took the original movies and like 
flip flopped him. Yeah, and, so the and Kirk that, and Spock roles. He was were kind of, especially the second movie. Uh, it was you know just the opposite of Wrath of Khan, yeah. and um, yeah, that was a little that was, was a little that odd. was a little um, what is the word like cheating or lazy or something. Um, I still didn't mind it. I liked. It was like the boggle version. Like you just toss them all in, shake yeah, them up, yeah. and throw them in yeah. a new role. I liked the movie, but you're right. It yeah. was a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know. They could have done something different. Yeah, exactly. Them, lens, but, flares. They yeah, lens flares. Yeah, they needed more lens flares. <laughs> <laughs> if they had any more lens flares in that first movie, we wouldn't be able to see yeah, the movie yeah. at all. Well, I think that's that's uh, Abrams' thing, though. I mean, he, he almost, didn't do it in Star Wars, though. I was he kind of did a little, a little bit. bit. Like, there's this there, big but... joke that like somehow he found a franchise where he could make lens flares into a weapon, you know. <laughs> um, but no, I I don't mind it. I thought that it was it was really fit in. He kind of made uh, it its own genre of a look, right? You know, westerns mm-hmm. all have a certain look, and he gave this, you know, modern young science fiction a set look and i just kind of wonder if they did that just because we're so into reboots these days because like everything is being remade oh yeah it sounds like every disney movie ever made is now currently being turned into a live action version oh i just assume that that nobody has any original ideas or or maybe or a studio is afraid to do anything that's new or they just couldn't come up with another star wars install or star trek installment to do you know what i mean like well it's like or when they do stuff um uh that's brand new they don't give them a budget to do anything right and so then you kind of get some shit like uh what was that jupiter ascending was shit Mm. you know like you could have an opportunity to make it something great and then meh right disney put some money into their stuff though Mm -hmm. Because they understand the concept of a return on their investment. I've I've talked about a long time that they are more of an entertainment company Mm -hmm. and everything else falls to the wayside. And so they're, um, yeah, and they look at the long-term returns on things. You know, these guys have 90-year bonds out there because Mm -hmm. they just, it's just, they know that they're expected to continue and continue and continue. And it seems like Sony and DC or whoever the hell, they're like, What's this next quarter going to look like? Let's pump yeah. as much shit in there to get some earnings out there. And it, it has to be really kind of freeing on the Disney side to already know that your brand is so established that it's just going to continue. Like, I don't think there's anybody in Disney's, you know, conglomerate that's going, <gasps> what if next six months they're like, Psh, we're good. Yeah. We've got this yeah. going for we're the Disney, next 55 yeah. years and then, you know, we'll be on the moon. So, we're yeah. There. Well, and uh, like even I hear from like the Disney cruises are amazing and things like that. Like My just, sister went on just one. that apparently it's just you know you, they sign their name to something and they expect it to be a certain level, and but like I've heard you, working for them is a real piece of shit. I'm, I'm sure it is. <laughs> like trying to like they don't I don't know I guess they have such a high standard of everything that you know. I guess. Yeah, I mean, they they, they never standard, say but... like no to their to their customers, which yeah. would be a really big pain in the ass if you're working for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just got to figure out creative ways to say yeah, no. no. Yeah, exactly. The uh, I I could see that it would not be fun to work for them, but you know, at the end of the day, you come away from like a Disney like a theme park or mm-hmm. anything like that and you're happier because of it. And so obviously they're doing something right. Yeah. You know, except for unless your kid gets eaten by an alligator. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, don't leave your kid next to an alligator. Oh, well, yeah. th- that's that's what they're saying. They're like, it's because nobody at the staff ever says no to anybody mm. like that. That well, that you know, that there are signs. There are signs that say no swimming, but they don't go but, and but pull that people. Is, away that is from a that big area. problem when you're surrounded by yes people all the time. Yeah. You know, there there are no's that are very important. And yeah. Unfortunately, when you get that, then you get people who, why didn't you tell me not to put my kid in the gorilla cage? Mm, Did I have to? Yeah. Like, are we really, like, like, why do we still have a tag on the hairdryer that tells me not to dry my hair in the bathtub? Or in the shower, yeah. Who is, is trying to take that step out of the mix? Like, it just says, you know, I'm really busy, so while I'm washing my toes, I'm also gonna dry my hair. Like, does that even sound like a good idea? And what electrician puts a an electrical outlet close enough to a bathtub anyway? Yeah. I can't even get one close to my freaking counter. Yeah. It's like across the room. Like, oh, seriously? I know. I've got a big electrical uh, mm. extension cord so that I can, you know, <laughs> use my things in an appropriate place. Right. Yeah. In front of a mirror, perhaps, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. And anyway, or somewhere I think I think we're digressing because I like I like Disney and I don't think it's their fault a little kid died. I know, you know, it just sometimes shit happens and sometimes shit happens on your property. Mm -hmm. Then there's you can't fix everything. You can't prevent everything all the time. No. Mm -hmm. But again, watch your kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't pour coffee on your lap. Like these are these are things we shouldn't have to. Well, I mean, do, yeah. but yeah, well. coffee is hot. Don't spill it. Yes. Right. Coffee's always been hot. Like this is not yes. new. Like my dad actually had a, um, he was one of the, he wasn't one of the people who like sued McDonald's, but he had McDonald's coffee fall on his foot and it was really bad and horribly blistered and all this crazy stuff. But you can't blame McDonald's because he put a coffee cup on the dashboard of his truck and drove off and it fell. Like, yeah. that's not their fault. Yeah. He no. ordered coffee. coffee. I know. And even when by hot. nature hot. Exactly. So, yeah. And I know that theirs is crazy hot. You know, they're yeah. very. Well, it is very hot. Yeah. You know who else is crazy hot? Potbelly soups. It's must oh, really? ju- it must just sit on the burner the whole time. Because I remember like going there, couldn't eat the soup, took it home after I finished eating and it was still too hot to eat. I was like, "Oh my god, that's like, hot!" That's I know crazy. it's like it must have been just boiling the whole time. It's only, it was so crazy. That's why I'm like, I, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I I like hot chocolate and I like tea, but I don't want like when I was a little kid. Did you ever just drink hot water? Like I used to just get the water as hot as it would go in the sink and just down it it was great no but no. now i did i don't know i think that's that like the hot that, water that, yeah. but now i i don't really trust hot beverages like if i'm going to drink tea it's like you know just barely barely like wait how hot is the steam how hot is that <laughs> yeah well, well <laughs> when you wear glasses you've got a barometer yeah, yeah that's true <laughs> Well, plus that, I pretty much figure anything I'm drinking that was made hot is going to be close to boiling because yep. that's how you make it. That's how yeah. you make it. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, it's, react I know. appropriately. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. And you wait. Yes. You wait I think we went off subject. Star Trek. No. Star Trek. They have Earl Grey hot tea in Star, in Star Trek. Trek. So yes, they do. think of it, they do. Totally yes. on point. Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tea. Yep. The last movie, the newest one. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I have a bone to pick with that movie. Oh, we okay. had several. Oh, you know what? I liked I it. <laughs> I liked it so much better than the two previous. Oh, I liked it. I liked it, yeah. but I had a lot of bones as well. So. Yes. Yeah. I want to know why, if the main bad guy, whose name escapes me currently. I can't remember either. Yeah. Yeah, the bad why guy. Did, why did he not know that his ship was there? Right. Someone's <laughs> living in it. What could yes. it be? I mean, he's the one that parked the damn thing. You think he would remember where the hell he parked it? Yeah. I mean, it's invisible, but you should still be able to I mean, bump it's, into some, it's it. somebody yes. there. It's somewhere there. That's a that's a very good point, Kitty. And I I did not recall it until just now. This is why this is why movies that people have bitch about, mm-hmm. I usually don't ever have a problem with because I don't think about the loopholes. Yeah, I think I now, question I that. I don't as a then... rule. Yeah, but this particular movie just had a bunch of them well it's like they didn't explain I question stuff that and well. I, I, I can usually it. talk through them and I'll, yeah. I'll logically like the okay so the the movie before it right that got a whole bunch of shit because yeah. they had that like instant transporter that could take you to like different galaxies and right, solar yeah. systems and they're like why do you have ships and i'm like well why do we have ships now when you can fly somewhere like that i was able to talk myself through it right but that yes. one doesn't make sense yeah he should know he should know his ship is there I thought so. Yeah. And they've had a girl missing. They knew she went missing because they know who she is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. Oh, I liked her. Just maybe. Oh, I did what like was, her What too. was her name, too? God, I can't remember. I oh. See, that, that is one of the issues I'm having with the newer movies because other than the initial crew, like the original crew names that we're used to, I haven't like made enough of a connection with the- any of the characters to even figure out what their name is because they may only say it once. Yeah, and, the, and they're also... Uh, movies. We're not yeah. watching this week after week after yeah, week. You know, true. we're not getting thirteen hours of this a right. year. And but so, even, but yeah. even in like like in Star Wars movies, I very clearly know the names of the new characters and the new bad guys and all this other stuff because well, they said them. They a lot. say them. Yeah. Star Trek doesn't do that. They just kind of throw it out there in a mumbled breath and assume you're going to catch it. And especially, and yeah. there were like weird pronunciations of it. Exactly. Yeah. There have you know accents and whatever else. Uh, I, I just felt that I, I liked the movie, but I remember telling Paul this was slow. Like it just I felt like it took like it a really slow. long time to get to the gist mm, of anything. I don't know. And by the time okay they did, I realized we were three quarters of the way through the movie before yeah. we even got to like a real action scene other than we're falling from the space. Well, you know, yeah. I, you know, of the three movies since the reboot with Chris Pine. Now I enjoyed the very first one. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed the second one probably cause I'm a cumber bitch, but like, the third one was 
phenomenal compared to the previous. Well, first of all, they were off Earth about fucking time, right? Yes. They it's were like on New Earth, though. Well, yeah. That's it, that place <laughs> they end up like. on New Earth and then another New Earth. Yeah. So. And they, I thought that they um, talked about Leonard Nimoy or Spock, you know, in a, in a nice was way. It was, yeah. yes. it was appropriate. It didn't feel uh, jaded or, you know. Yeah. yeah, it didn't, it, it didn't, it was nice. It was yes, nice to his I character. Thought it was too. And yeah. but I really liked him in the previous two movies yep, too. I, I, I yeah. thought he did a very good job. No, I mean I yeah, I think I really liked the third movie. It's just there was some loopholes that I'm like, I don't I don't. I, I think that loophole is like expected now with Star Trek. Like well, you know what I mean? So. They don't even try to fill them anymore. Like you know, it uh Doctor Who, you have loopholes. Yeah. And it freaking resolves itself mm-hmm. 10 months later, right. two seasons later, something like that. They're like, and you don't, you never get your resolution. Like you do <laughs> yeah. when start. Or you get to and go, Oh yeah. Oh, that was disappointing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where was that 10 months ago? Yeah. When I remembered in or they'll just yeah. like, or they'll just talk through something that is significant and yeah. without much. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, especially enjoyed the interplay in this movie between Kirk and Spock and Bones. Bones. Because it was, oh, yeah. and, and I like that yeah, they that gave Carl Urban a lot more work to do good. with Bones yeah. because he wasn't going to come back. He's like, I don't, I don't want to do this unless you really, you know, they had to beef up Bones because he is an integral part of the original season, like series. He's the one who keeps the, you know, super hothead and the super logical. He pushes them together and makes them make sense. Yeah. yeah. He, he's needed, you mm-hmm. know. And I liked seeing him and Spock get a little bit closer in this and kind of play yeah. with each other. Like, yes. that was fun because you don't see that too often. Yeah. And again, the use of the Beastie Boys as classical music was fucking so awesome. Funny. That was pretty good. So funny. See, Spock and Bones in the original series were like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I so. thought I thought it was great. I thought their um, their dynamic was very good, and I'm glad they wrote it that way, similar to the original again. Yeah. Yes. You know, because you know they, they don't talk about like yes, Spock and and Kirk are friends, but it's it took a while to develop. This, yeah, it wasn't what, instant by any yeah. means. So it wasn't. Uh, already created after all these years of working together like it was in this tv show you know mm-hmm. so they yeah. kind of had that conflict at the beginning and i kind of liked it yeah yeah yeah. Fan. yeah so i i i i don't mind the reboot like again like i said you know anytime you can bring more fans into the same fold mm-hmm. i think is better for the genres in general now you know there's reboots that aren't good, you know, Fantastic Four, the, uh, yeah, you know, stuff like that. But you know, if it's done well, and I think that these are done well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, there's it's been too many years since the original. You can't recreate no this with the same people and keep it with the same things. Things change, people yeah. change, yeah. tastes change. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to deal with it because it wouldn't do as well as it did if it was the same type of movie no. as the mm-hmm. originals. You know, the originals were slow. Yeah. They were, yeah. Well, and they're slow, and we're also, we also tend to view them with the nostalgia goggles. Like, we just see, the, oh, I loved this so much as a kid. And and you did, because yeah. you were a kid. But a lot of times, I go back and look at things that I was super nostalgic about, and, oh, my God, I love this movie. And I'm like, this is a giant piece of crap. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> like, that, what am I watching? Why did I love this? But you're just looking at it through, in, through different eyes. You're looking yeah. through the nostalgia. And then when you see something different, that's not what it was. And it should be the way I remember. It, and but a, a lot of times what we remember isn't what we remember. Yeah. You know? And it's, for yeah. what you know, someone your age, that age now is watching it with the same, exactly. the, the exact same way. But yet, this is why everybody thinks that... Um, uh, like Ghostbusters and the oh, original God, Star Trek movies me. and all of these things that How that they were that these things were fucking Ben Hur. They were. It's not like they, you know, great. it's like yeah. this is not. It Ghostbusters was, was funny. It was super funny. It was I, a, love I haven't it. seen it yet. But I have got no the the original the, the original no. Ghostbusters. I mean, was really, it's really fun. funny. Yeah. But I've gone back and watched it again later and went. This yeah, is a Saturday Night Live movie. It's a Saturday Night Live movie. Yeah. It's not. It's not. You know. It's funny. It's cute, and I enjoyed it as a child. Yeah. But I don't think that it was an Oscar performance, and well, I don't think it was the top thing that you could ever watch. Watching the new Ghostbusters, I didn't even think about the old Ghostbusters. Only in the fact that. You know, and you haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it for you. They but, brought him up, yeah. You know, but, you know, the they have cameos of each of the original cast members, including the dead one, which is cool. 
and they, you know, they they reference the firehouse stuff. Yeah, like the, yeah. But that's the firehouse. It. Yeah. You know, how could you possibly? He says twenty three thousand dollars a month. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. they were. They we'll want be taking a place over a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, yeah. And I and I liked that because it's new and it's funny and it's still a Saturday Night Live movie. Exactly. It's just updated and newer. Yeah. So yeah, I'm cool with that. But so that's how that's about all we have on Star Trek. Did you have anything more? Not really. I just really am excited that we got a chance to to do another episode and we're yeah. just uh, hanging out and. Yeah. We'll be having more stuff coming up soon. And Yeah. Um I again I I really like my Star Trek fans and please don't attack me because I like the new movies. I mm-hmm. think that you need to appreciate new things. The only thing consistent is change. Get you, out of the basement. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Enjoy a new movie. If it's really as great as you say, every single hold up. every single original should still be on the top seller list. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. That's true. you know, and again, it does change over time and people's taste changes over time and like I said, I did not like the original series when I was a kid. Like it a little bit better now. Yeah. It just is what it is. So, you know, embrace it. Love it. It's it's still a fandom that exists where there's yeah. a lot that have been beaten into submission and destroyed. It, so yeah. And I mean, and I think that as a just a whole genre all of its own, it's brought in so many icons, uh, obviously William Shatner and George Takei and, and stuff like that. It's just... and. I just I can't I can't describe my love for this appropriately because it just infiltrates all everything that I know. Well, your yeah. ringtone is your text ringtone is the uh, the Enterprise door opening. Yes, so. which is really confusing when you're watching the movie because you keep grabbing <laughs> your phone. Or watching TV show, you grab your phone like, oh shit, no, that. Wasn't I still me. remember one of our very first episodes, and it may have actually been our Star Trek versus Star Wars, and your phone went off. And, yeah, and also my initial response was to say. Come. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. So, well, thank you guys for joining us this time. And we will be back shortly with another episode. We want to thank Kitty for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com. You really, really just ought not to cook naked at all.